this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Michelle Morgan is back. Victor is dead. And we have some questionable things going on with Billy right now that we are dying to talk about. Stay tuned for this week's Restless Rap. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey everybody, I'm Rachel Goodman and we have some crazy things to talk about. Um, A lot going on with Billy and his mental health and how we are not happy with how he's handling this. But with me, I have Farah. Hi, guys. Farah Nospasherit. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, yeah. And thank you guys for tuning in. I know we're on a different, you know, time right now, or day and time. But we will, after this, we're going to be back to our normal Sundays at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So you'll you'll be able to find us there, and it'll be more consistent. Um, before we dive in, we actually have some people in the chat. So thank you, like, ultra shout out to Kenneth Clark and Hubby Joe for being here even though we are not on the regular schedule. Um, Kenneth had something to say. Um, it's so good Michelle Morgan is back. She looks amazing, as always. Too bad she isn't playing Hillary. I would have loved it if Lily was in town and she sees her. Um, and then Hubby Joe says, Hi, Farah. Hi, Hubby Joe. It's been so long. <laughs> and um, we have a special request, too, that Hubby Joe come back on the show. Yes. So we need to make this happen. Hubby, Hubby Joe, Joe, it's from me, Steph, the producer in the booth. <laughs> yes. You don't know me, but trust me when I say, I know you. She knows you. <laughs> <laughs> and I love your wife. All right. That's it. <laughs> so see, Hubby Joe, I know you're listening. <laughs> We know you're here. I feel like Hubby Joe should become a full-time he member of to. our panel. Yes. It just like, I really happen. think it's necessary. It does. Yeah. So, Hubby Joe, you should really consider that. Yeah. And just come on, because you watch the show with me anyway. You so. might as well just join us. Yes. We, join need, us. More, we need more hosts anyway. Yeah. So. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Kenneth says, hi, Farah and Rach. Hi! 
Hi, Kenneth. Thank hey, you Kenneth. for joining us. Yes, thank you. Extra shout out, which means that Hubby Joe and Kenneth, whatever you guys are saying, we're going to be pretty much just reading your comments. It's the four of us today, guys. Exactly. The four of exactly. us. So thank you for being part of the show. Uh, we are going to be tuning into your comments, every single comment that you leave. Yep. So leave them. Um, and then Hubby Joe says, hi, producer. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Let's dive in. Let's dive. If you stay tuned until the end, this is just a PS, but a really important PS. Yes, we're going to have our laugh out loud moment as well as our predictions. So definitely stay tuned because you don't want to miss those. Um, okay, so let's start with Hillary, or should I say Hillary, end quote. <laughs> and then we're going to, I know like uh, predictions at the end, but I have some theories about this. Just that, tell us. Yes. So Hillary, I think it's a couple of things, and I'm going to credit Hubby Joe, too, because this is kind of partially his idea, okay. too. When she died, like, you know, what, like, a, it was, I think, about a year ago mm-hmm. now, um, when she died, it was, um, Hubby Joe said to me that it really, she really wasn't dead, that they had dr- given her some drug to make her look like she was dead, mm-hmm. wheeled her out, and then she ended up becoming some undercover agent. Um, and so, yeah, that was his theory. So going off of that, mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking that this might actually be Hillary. We have no proof that it isn't. There's no evidence. And Other than the fact that she has a law degree under her name. Well, unless it was arranged. And that True. it could be that it's one of those things where she had her memory. Like, she didn't remember anything. I mean, this is a soap opera, so it kind of fits. <laughs> she's her, she wait, she woke up from whatever Going it was Going off the Adam's storyline again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> didn't remember a thing. And then they whoever found her, or whoever was working with her, basically, like, you know, manipulated her, mind, her memory okay. to making her think that she was this person. So it's either that or... Um, like I was telling you before the show that maybe Devon is actually not really seeing. Like maybe We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's in Devon's mind. Because we haven't seen anyone else interact with her yet mm-hmm. and say, oh, you, she looks like Hillary. Mm. Um, so who knows? What What are your thoughts on all of this? No, I think it's a it's an entirely new character. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah. I just feel like they've done this before. Yeah. Where they killed off someone and then they negotiated new contracts and they wanted to bring that character, that actor back. And they just figured out a new character for her. Yeah. That's very plausible. But it's at the same time, it's so annoying. Because here we are as fans, like, you know, we're so accustomed to her being Hillary. And <laughs> so now we have to acclimate to her being a new character, which is weird. And then at the same time, it's like, nobody looks identical to another human being. Even twins. Even identical twins don't look like identical twins all there's the time. There's something. Like, there, there's always something that make that you know is different about one of the twins, even if they are identical. Um, yeah. But, that being said, I do think that this person who is Amanda St. Clair, she acts very different than Hillary, so I will give her that. Yeah. So in terms of being a separate character, it does make sense. 
I was still thinking she lost memory the but but it could Crossing just be <laughs> it could just be that it is a separate character. Yeah. Um, she certainly does not act like Hillary, but no. I, but I'm I'm still getting some of the like I'm Hillary. still getting the Hillary vibes a little bit. Yeah. Like she's very tough. You know, she has this very like boss babe persona, yeah. which Hillary had too. Yeah, but either way, I, f- I feel like it's really interesting. I'm glad Michelle Morgan is back. Yes, um, we're very glad she's back. Now I'm torn, and I'm sure Devon is torn. Yeah. Because Hillary. Dun, boom, boom. Yes. There's it, definitely going to be, like, a love triangle, for sure. Yeah, and I hope that they, I hope it's not just, like, a cameo. I hope that it, Hillary. No, I think she's going to stick around. Yeah. Because yeah. she signed a contract. Like, I think I think it's long term. Awesome. Well, okay. So if she's going to stick around then, yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, I, what I'm really hoping is that this love triangle will happen, um, but... I, at this point, though, if it really is a separate character, I feel like Devon will get over it. And as hard as it is, because it is going to be that this is a separate person. Well, they're setting up the tension. Yeah. And you know when there's tension, it slowly turns into sexual tension. What? Of course it does. We've got some comments oh. in here. Oh, Candace is here, too. Oh. Hey, Candace. Um <laughs> Hubby Joe, she will return as Hillary. She was brainwashed by Chase. Uh. That's interesting. Kenneth Clark says, I think Nate is involved. Oh. Um, Candace is here. Candace says, she agrees with you. New character, but I hope they let Michelle have scenes with others. Um, and then Hubby Joe says, they did it on Days of Our Lives with Roman. They replaced the actor. Then years later, they brought back the original Roman. And the story was the replacement Roman was brainwashed. And then I'll read one more comment here. Um, Candace says, I have a funny feeling down the line the writers might change up. And we learn Amanda and Hillary are related. So that would be the next thing. Is That's that, what how they do did these with people, the, Yeah, go ahead. Why do these people look so much alike if they're not even related? Yeah. That's what they did with um, Cassie. And, uh, and, Mariah. and Mariah. Yeah, that, okay, yeah, yeah, they were twins, and, I mean, at least that kind of made sense. Yeah. Twins who look very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, Candace, yeah, Days has done it. Hubby Joe, hashtag long live Hillary. And I just think this is hilarious because I just remember, like, a year and a half ago when all the fans were in the chat, there were some people saying, hashtag hit Hillary with a bus. Oh, no. <laughs> and then it kind of sort of happened. It did. <laughs> and this is, like, they were all saying this before, so no one would have known. And now everyone wants her back. Yeah, now it's hashtag Hillary, we want you back. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so that was definitely worth mentioning. And also, did you find it funny that uh, she's staying at the Grand Phoenix Hotel? Ugh. <laughs> I mean, of course. I mean, I don't think I could roll my eyes any higher into my head without them getting stuck. Like, now the Grand Phoenix has completely substituted the club hotel. And now that's Genoa City's new hotel. Yeah. That everybody stays there. Why can't they just, even if they're not going to show other hotels, why can't she just say, well, I'm staying at, you know... The Sheraton. The, the Kennedy. Or, like, just something. Like, name another hotel. We don't ever have to have a scene there. Yeah. But just name it so that we feel like this world is a little more 3D. I know. Why do they do this? I don't How do they not realize it's ridiculous? I mean, it boggles my mind that professional writers 
you know, do not realize that this is not realistic. It's ridiculous. Or just don't beat it over the head with, oh, she's staying here at this brand new hotel that we just created. And before this moment, no character really ever mentioned any other hotel. But, you know. Yeah, the the club. Are they just going to pretend like the club doesn't even exist anymore? We have not seen the club in a while, have we? (sighs) Yeah. I have a feeling um, that we won't see it for a while. I have a feeling it's donezo. Yeah. 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 Um, Candace Mack, well, it's the hottest new hotel in town. Okay, you have a point. (laughs) You have a major point. (laughs) It's the only hotel in town. (laughs) It's the only hottest new hotel in town. (laughs) So we're all going to stay there. We're all going to stay there. Uh, well, all right. So we kind of touched on everything with Michelle Morian, mm-hmm. which I thought was really important. Let's segue into everything with Billy because we had some intense scenes. Yeah. All right. Farah, how did you feel about that whole thing with Billy? Okay, well, I already told you <laughs> yes. how I felt, but I'll go ahead and share with yes. the audience. It was incredibly uncomfortable for me. I think that especially within this climate where, you know, there's such an emphasis on mental health disorders and suicide in the country, um, I don't think that they handled it well. I think that they should have used this opportunity and this platform as a means to demonstrate and show the general public how important it is to take mental health seriously, how to seek mental professional help, especially, and how to just deal with it in a healthy way. So clearly, Billy is not in the right state of mind, and I, I don't think they handled it well. Um, I think it's very unlikely that someone who has, you know, some kind of, we, we don't know what kind of mental health disorder it is. They haven't specified. You suggested that maybe it was multiple personality. Multiple personality. Maybe. Um, but the thing with that is, I, I just remember from psychology class, yeah. that you wouldn't just, like, the re, like realistically, <clears throat> if you have this, there's no way that Billy would just suddenly start to remember the things that the other Billy was doing. Right. And if he did, it wouldn't be as conclusive as this. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like it was wrapped up in, like, too neat of a package. Yeah. And my biggest thing, so I will give it this. I really enjoyed that it was the, I, I loved the theme behind it, that yeah. it was his battle between the kind of edgy Billy versus yeah. the good Billy. Yeah. Um, I think they could have built that up a little bit yeah. more first, but then if they were going to go with that, um, they I just feel like that they have a tendency of bringing in mental disorders and then not showing how it realistically affects a person right. long term. Absolutely. And so, like with Victoria, when she um, this is kind of going along the lines like she went through the domestic abuse with JT, right? And it was I loved how they built up to it in terms of how realistic it was and how like it really allowed you to feel what she was going mm-hmm. through. But the same thing with Billy, where they're not really fleshing it out at the end. They didn't flesh that out with Victoria either. Right. And so after they were done and built it up and. JT JT was murdered, then they turned it into a murder situation mm-hmm. and not something where we could have really, um, like, really, like, went through the journey with Victoria yeah. after the fact. And they did it a little bit, but not really. And it's the same thing. I'm just comparing these two situations because, to me, they're similar. Yeah. With Billy, they're just, they're basically just saying, oh, cool, well, he had this dream, and in the dream, he punched yeah. himself, he punched the other Billy, and now he's good. And, I mean, yeah. I don't think that it's over. I think he's going to, this is going to keep happening. But I don't w- think so. 
I think I think they're going to cut the storyline. I think it's done. <laughs> and so that's that's the part that's concerning for me is that I would never want any any of the viewers to watch this and think that oh, I can go to sleep one day, have a bunch of nightmares, have an aha moment, have some epiphany in my dream and wake up and just be cured of any illness that I have because that's highly unlikely. And, um, yeah, I just I just don't think it was um, done properly. Yeah, I agree. I, especially um, just everything about it, they really did not give, um, if they want to, if they want to allow the reader, not the reader, the viewer, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm in book world, <laughs> uh, if they want to allow the viewer to kind of go through the journey with the character, mm-hmm. they really should have kind of just kept going with it yeah. and I like they should not have just cut it like that and it shouldn't have been one of those things where like they're like Victoria's telling Billy oh well, are you sure you're okay and Billy's like oh no I'm good now yeah what <laughs> okay it's... no that is not how that works yeah you don't just overcome that and also it came on really suddenly too it came on suddenly it you know he'd never had any you know symptoms of this kind of stuff before went away suddenly it's just like I get that it's a soap opera, and it's a soap opera I've been watching for 20-plus years that I love. And it's exaggerated. But at the same time, if you are going to handle such sensitive material, I think it should be done in a more responsible way. Yeah, I agree with you, definitely. And we were talking about this, too, that in a different, maybe in the 90s or, like, the 80s, this feels more like... Something that you would have yeah. seen then, but now it's just very different, and yeah. it should be handled with more um, care, yeah, yeah, and sensitivity, exactly, and um, especially just to, especially we have younger people watching this, exactly, too. and with everything with multiple personality, I, I feel like I got what they were trying to do with Billy to have him like internally battle it out between two sides Mm -hmm. they didn't need to go to that extreme by saying oh he did this and now he doesn't remember doing that they didn't i don't think they had to go to that extreme they could have showed it in other ways and then had this dream happen um that could have come because he was under a lot of stress and then he had that dream where he still punched himself and he was good to go if they had shown it a little bit differently then i would have been on board, but just not bringing in like this potential, you know, mental disorder that yeah. is not, it's not realistic to what actually happens. And to not see any kind of mental health professional at all. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he did, it was only once and he walked out. Yeah. And then also, what kind of irritates me too about the storyline is they always. Now, they basically, because, like, part of me was thinking, okay, maybe it is a visit from his daughter. Maybe that's the storyline that they're going with here. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, so you just basically wiped out that entire possibility that it either could have been Adam messing with him or it could have actually been some kind of, like, strange spiritual experience he was having. They just wiped both of those possibilities out. Yeah. Yeah. And just went completely in a different direction. Yeah. I wasn't happy with the way that storyline was was held and i i really do think that it's they're done with that yeah they're moving on now well we'll we'll see see. (laughs) yeah um we have some comments in here so kenneth clark jason thompson aka billy is so great i agree with you farah hubby joe a nap cured billy exclamation point (laughs) question mark and then yeah 
Candace Mack, wait, my issue is that this should have been Victoria's story with her still dealing with her abuse from JT. The writer said Billy had DID, but it wasn't really. Oh, okay, so dissociative identity disorder. Ooh. That makes sense. But again, they did not flesh it out the right way nope. at all. And also... Here's my biggest problem, and I know we've kind of said this already, but I'm just going to say it again. If he really was having this issue, why did it just suddenly happen when Adam came back? And why is it? Why was it focused around his daughter and not like I didn't know he was having an identity crisis? Yeah, it really came out like the last, like this last week or two. Mm-hmm. Before that, it was more just like he was grieving over Delia. Yeah. So you take grief and you turn it into DID. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. It's just so confusing. <laughs> yeah, it was very. Um, Candace Mack, great acting from Jason Thompson, but story stunk. I agree. I think his acting was phenomenal. Yeah. And that's the thing is that there's the acting, never... Yeah, you're right. Yeah. The acting was amazing. Yeah. Like, I feel like he should maybe win an Emmy for that. Yeah, absolutely. The performances all around. Yeah. Victoria. Like, I was... I, I very much, like, when they were together, uh, I very much felt for both of them. And watching Billy with Delia, with grown-up Delia, mm-hmm. I thought that was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved that if it had been slightly different, um, if she had been a little more supportive, because the whatever that was, the hallucination was very angry toward mm-hmm. him and, tell, and basically telling him he was going to go to hell. Yeah. Yeah, that I was like, eh, okay. It's that's scary. A little, like, what year are we in? Is this like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Um, <laughs> Hubby Joe, Rachel needs to write for the show. I agree. I agree. I think Rachel should be a writer on the show. I'm, I'm for hire. Yeah! <laughs> so, um, oh, hey, here we go. Hubby Joe, hashtag Rachel, why in our writer? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that way we could just come straight to you and be like, Rachie, like, let's talk let's about storylines. Yeah. Don't like that storyline? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kick it to the curb. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll fix that. Yeah. Uh, And then Kenneth Clark at Hubby Joe. I so want to be Victor's son. He doesn't know about. Um, Speaking of Victor's son, let's segue into talking about Victor and his death and so many things that happened this week with that. Um, I still don't know that I believe it, and we'll get to why in a second. But we kind of started off with uh, Nick blaming Adam, and we had a lot of little, like, random drama with them. How did you – this is just a really general question, but all the the drama we had with Phyllis and with Nick and with Sharon, what, like, how did you feel about how everybody was handling Victor's death? I think they handled it – in a way that showed that he's not really dead. <laughs> yeah, that's because because like okay, when Hillary died, yeah, I actually was crying with them, and yeah. it really it felt it would have been a lot more emotional had he actually been dead. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I just think that one of the reasons why I think that he's alive is the chess board. Mm. So Summer, when she was talking to Nick. She goes. I saw that. That was a really it, good observation you had, by the way. He was literally her. Her quote was, "It was his, his move. move." And my comment was, "Aha! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, it, it is Victor's move. move. <laughs> he is around." And that was his like checkmate to Adam because he's gonna like. That was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Like that's literally what I think is gonna happen. Is that like yeah? He's not dead. Is that what they call a play on words? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just think that uh, it's. 
basically one of the like I think that was the hint to everybody watching that no 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 Victor has something up his sleeve. <laughs> yes, <laughs> hint, hint. The king is still alive. <laughs> He's around. Um, and then if you like notice too, when Nate came in, Nick was asking him, "Well, is there anything else you could have done?" And then Nate kind of skirted around it, uh-huh. and Nate did not seem that upset because no. Nate would know. Nate and Nikki. Also, hmm. they kept coming in and saying to Nikki, are you sure you're okay? Like, you're not really reacting. Yeah, And yeah. she was saying, oh, Nate gave me something. Well, okay, so one, Nate gave uh, her something, too. Don't worry, it's not addictive. I'm high. Most of the time, uh, I've never heard of a pill that was not, in some way or another, potentially addictive. So I call BS on that. But one... I also think she was lying. I don't think that she was given anything. I think that she knows that he's not dead. Yeah. And, and that, that she's just acting. And there was that one scene where um, Summer is, like, consoling her. Yeah. And she's like, let me be with you. Like, I want to be with you today. And and Nikki's like, no, don't you have, like, work, work to do? Like, <laughs> yeah. don't you have to go, like, gro- it's, like, 5 o'clock and you have groceries to pick up or something? And she's like, Nikki. Yep, n- but our father just, our grandfather just died. And she's like, oh. Well, well. <laughs> no, but like Nikki was basically like, yeah, like gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> She's probably going to the basement, yeah, and like meeting up with Victor. Yeah. He's like, Shh, don't tell, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, I think he's alive. Mm-hmm. I think he's alive, and she knows. I think that Nate knows. I don't think anybody else knows. Um, <sighs> if I was gonna guess anyone else, I would say maybe Nick. But then I think they're definitely not telling Summer because Summer could tell Phyllis. Yeah. Yeah, and they do. Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't want her to. Yeah, know. and obviously, I just think it's their way of trying to get Adam. But as we know, that everything is gonna is kind of going down. Um, it's going down in the wrong way. Yeah. Um, I feel really bad for Victoria right Poor now. Poor Victoria is being blamed for her father's death. Yeah, and I kind of knew that that was gonna happen because it seemed too easy. That they were going to yeah, get a witness to say, right. oh, well, not even a witness, a co-conspirator yeah. who created this, you know, like, faux dosage yeah. and gave it to Adam. Like, it just, it didn't make sense to me that they were going to get a confession that easily. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but they were all excited. They were like, and Victoria. No. I was so excited. I was like, at the edge of my seat. I'm yeah. like, it was his kid. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, well, Victoria. I'm like, no, <laughs> not not that kid, no, no. <laughs> not that one, <laughs> wrong kid. Yeah, yeah, but um, I I still think I kind of figure that Victor probably anticipated this would happen, and so he's probably waiting for this to kind of unravel the way that it is mm-hmm. because Nikki was the one to also push for the investigation. Maybe thinking that it would come back to Adam, who knows, but I'm thinking that Victor's like two steps ahead of this and that they still have another way of getting this to come out that Adam did this. Yeah. I mean, another thing I was thinking is don't they have cameras in their house? Yeah. I think I that like they do. They must have some kind of footage of yeah. this, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would assume they have cameras considering Victor bugged Victoria's house at one point. Lord. <laughs> it's like if, whenever they want something to be documented, they figure out a way to do it on the writers on the show. Yeah. Like, oh, conveniently. Yeah, there's conveniently. cameras. No, but I think that they did have cameras, at least, you know, when the whole JT storyline was happening, they had cameras in Victor's yeah. place, too. Yeah. Um, we have some comments in here. Oh, here we go. Here's a bus one. Hubby Joe, hashtag hit Phyllis with a bus. <laughs> Phyllis. <laughs> she just came back, Hubby Joe. We want her alive. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Kenneth Clark, that faint scared me. I tweeted Eric, and he sent me a laugh emoji. Um, that's interesting. And then Can- Candace Mack says, Phyllis had relief. I mean, after all the stuff Victor did to her via the stuff with Marco, she was glad Victor died. And then Candace also says, if you've been a fan of the show, you already know the answer to if Victor died or not. Hashtag true soap fan. <sighs> Hubby Joe, Victor's in the walls. Oh, <laughs> he could be because could be. I'm thinking like JT had that whole, um, I guess it was Victor's security system, but JT had kind of hijacked it and he was in the walls kind of mm. when I, um, Katie was kind of oh, walking yeah, around. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. So I'm thinking that that could be. Um, and then Chandis also says, I would be screaming joy if Abby knows because sadly, Abby is always left out of the loop. All of the cameras have issues with them. Hashtag rich people on soap problems. Yes. And then Kenneth Clark, they love showing the receipts. So um, I'm just looking through. I mean, we had some things just as like a a side note. um, We had we had like a Nick and Sharon conversation. We had um, this is sort of separate. But then we had a conversation between Sharon and Jack, which didn't have to do with Victor's death. But I just found it really interesting. What did you take away from that? I don't recall what you're talking about. So when Sharon went to visit, um, she was just going away to clear her head. Oh, yes! And she drove, like, conveniently to Sedona where Jack was. And they Uh, ran into each other. Again. When they had, like, showed that to us in the previews from last week, I thought they were hinting that... That they would hook up or something. Yeah. And they had, I mean... I, Jack's one of my favorite characters these days because he's always the rational one. Yeah. He's always the one, like, even with Summer and Kyle and, like, the way that he was saying to Kyle, hey, don't just send a text. Her grandfather died. Actually talk to her. Yeah. But, like, like that, when he was talking to Sharon, Jack just always has a very, like, calm and, like, rational, like, sense of logic these days. Yeah. I, I, I don't get what the purpose of that conversation was. I don't get what the purpose of that vacation was. I mean, I get individually what the purpose of their vacation was, to get away and clear their mind. But... I don't understand what their union. Like, I wonder if that's going to be, like, an extended storyline somewhere down the line. Yeah, I wonder. Because they've had Jack, like, you know, ever since Carrie, he's been single. So I feel like... Yeah. And he keeps saying he feels unfulfilled. And I keep feeling with him, that feels like he needs... He's looking for a life partner. And yes. he hasn't found that person for Jack. Do you remember that one... I forget who it was, but that guy that called in that one time about Tracy. And he goes, let Tracy get her <laughs> Is that what he said? Let Tracy get her cobwebs cleaned? Yes. I think that was Max. Was it Max? Yeah. So Hi, Max. Shout, shout out to out. Max. Yeah. Um, Maxwell Comics, Inc. But, <laughs> but I know now, his handle. <laughs> it, that's so funny. Okay. But now it's like the, the tables have turned. Jack needs to get his cobwebs cleaned he out. Does. Poor Jack. <laughs> Poor Jack. Hashtag cobwebs for Jack. <laughs> cobwebs for Jack. Let's get it cleaned Let's out. Let's get it done. Poor Jack. Max, where are you when we need you? <laughs> um, Candace also says the scene with Tracy and Jack, hey, about Victor's death was sad because Tracy said the last part of her daughter Colleen was gone because of Colleen's heart and Victor's body. I agree. That was very, oh my God, very sad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I was I was close to tears at that part, too, because I was like, oh, man. But he's still alive, guys. Yeah, he's there. Colleen, yeah, Colleen's alive in spirit, too. She's alive, too. Yeah, Yeah. somewhere. Somewhere. Kenneth says, I agree, Rach. Jack, a.k.a. Peter Bergman, is so good. My mom loved him ever since his clip days on All My Children. And 
speaking of Peter Bergman, he's got um, like a very, like I think when he first kind of started in the soap world, he had one of those, um, someone can correct me here because I don't know the exact commercial, but it was a commercial with a tagline. And to any fan who's listening right now who wants to chime in with the tagline, that would be amazing. But um, yeah, when I think of early days, Peter Bergman, mm-hmm. I think of that tagline in that commercial that I cannot think of right oh, now. We'll have to pull it up maybe next time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We'll have to we'll have to show that as a clip because it's hilarious. Okay, yeah. Um, and bring it in. Cool. Um, Kenneth says, "Oh, did you guys see Tracy, aka Beth, in the opening credits? She truly deserved that." Was she not in the opening credits before? I think I did see her, but yeah, usually she's not. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. definitely does deserve it. She definitely does. So, um, we've pretty much hit on all the main sub, like, you know, areas for this week. Let's go ahead and get to our law moment. Okay. Are we going to get a sound bite? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vera. It's impossible to do the law moment without the sound bite. <laughs> Double whammy. Yeah. <laughs> So my lull moment for the week was when Phyllis was texting Nick. (laughs) So good. It's so indicative of her personality. Like, I seriously am in love with her. So she was texting, and they were showing us her text messages, and she goes, uh, in in reference to his father's death, she goes, you're better off without him. (laughs) Delete, 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 delete. I'm sorry for your loss. Like, tell us how you really feel, Phyllis. She might as well have just sent the first message. I know. Nick probably would have expected it anyway. Yeah, no, yeah. From Phyllis, we expect that, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Um, My law moment, I had a couple. That was actually one of them. Um, But I had Phyllis rolling her eyes after Adam says that Victor's dead because she didn't believe him. Like, that, but it was just how hilarious that she, like, did it. And, like, I have to say that her facial expressions are amazing and hilarious. Um, and then later, Phyllis, this is like another scene with Phyllis and Adam, where she says, I see your warm fuzzy side died with your dad. Oh, no. And I think I found that so funny because, obviously, what warm and fuzzy side? Yes, so, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so neither uh, Victor died, nor did he ever, nor did Adam ever have a warm and fuzzy exactly. side. Yeah, so. exactly. Things that make sense. Two play on words this week. <laughs> exactly. And you picked up on both of them. <laughs> of course the writer would. Not- Naturally. (laughs) And then um, the last one I had was when it was actually the conversation with Nick and Phyllis, where Nick was like, well, how did you even, how did that information even come out um, about Victor being ill? Mm -hmm. What was that combo like? Hey, my dad is gravely ill. Would you pass the OJ? I was like, wow, that, that was hilarious. Where he was talking to Phyllis and he was mad because Phyllis knew ahead of time oh, about Victor. Yes, yes. And he was like, Nick was like, well, wait, how would you even know any of that? Yeah, and Adam. Yeah, Adam, of course. Okay, so that's our law moment. Let's get to our predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking that Billy is going to continue to have DID. Like, obviously, you don't just not have DID. So hopefully, if it really is DID, we continue to see this. That's what I'm predicting, that it's not going away. Um, that we're going to get more from Delia coming back into the picture in the whatever form you want to call it. I obviously think Victor's not dead because he's not. <laughs> um, but <laughs> uh, also, I am thinking, I'm still going to stick with the fact that I think that it may be Hillary um, and that she just doesn't remember. 
How okay. About, what, are well, your... what was her new character's name? Amanda Claire? Amanda St. Claire. Amanda St. Claire. Yeah. I think Amanda St. Clair and Devon are going to hit it off somehow. <laughs> of and, course. And uh, what's her name? What's her? Elena. Elena's going to get jealous. Elevon will be no more. Yes. I hope we see Chance once and for all because, like, he's been behind the scenes. So I'm hoping that they bring him in front of the scenes either this week or next week. Um, Victor's not dead, guys. No. And uh, I think Victoria obviously is going to be the, um, she's going to seem to be the culprit of his death. And then, um, what else? I think that's it. We actually have a comment from Kenneth. Rach Farah, at Hubby Joe, at Candace Mack. It's Sharon Case's 25th anniversary. Congratulations, Sharon. Um, so that's one, but two, do you, <laughs> here we go, yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys have a favorite Sharon moment? Mine is definitely the Cassie death scene. Her and Josh were amazing oh, in those so scenes. so good. So good. I remember back in the day when her and Josh were like probably in their late teens, early 20s, and they first had Noah. <sighs> It was yeah. like Christmas time. They were with their baby next to the tree. Those moments will always be so special to me. So that's my favorite Sharon moment. I'm going to go along with those lines, too, and say that when Nick and Sharon were first getting back together recently, mm-hmm. before they got engaged and it blew up, and they, yeah, um, when they were getting back together and they had the pizza scene, and I think I think it was Nick who got pizza sauce on him and they were just being really, like, cutesy about it. They're so cute yeah. together. So I'm going to say that's one of my favorite Sharon moments. But I, I really like Sharon as a character. Yeah, I do, so, too. So um, I'm pretty much all the moments. But. I was, it's funny, because <laughs> I, watched, I watched a soap opera with my mom, and I was sitting there, and I was, like, talking to her. I was like, they mean, like, Sharon, I wish Sharon and Nick could be together in real life. Yeah. Like, I, they're just so perfect together. Like, if there was ever a love story, I mean, I get that they've had their ups and downs, but if there was ever a love story that I ever wanted for myself, it would be Sharon and Nick. The good times. The good times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, my name is Rachel Goodman. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Rach Goodman. Farah, where can everybody find you? Well, again, well, you guys can't find me on social media because I'm taking a social media break. Um, but I will be here next week. Um, and so, yeah, I'll see you. I'll see you then with Rachel. Awesome. See you guys next week. Um, also, if you want to go over to Facebook, we've got our at Restless Rap page. R E S T L E S S W R A P. In case you're looking for it, um, you can feel free to leave comments. I always post the link to the show. Definitely check it out. Until next week, bye everybody. Bye. Our founder Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.